0: If you want to survive the night Welcome to the VHS Vault Podcast. I am Owen Brand.
1: And I'm Katie Cadaver.
0: And we are here to today talk about some cool stuff. We've got uh, uh, something that's sort of important to both of us, and that is, you know, we we both have a very passionate love for... Um,
1: passionate love.
0: Passionate love for horror movies. And, um, you know, we kind of want to walk you through some of that, and maybe I want to talk a little bit about how I came to love horror, and I think you kind of want to do a little bit of the same. I'd like that yeah yeah so let me ask you a question <clears throat> shoot what is the earliest memory that you have from your childhood being scared while watching a movie
1: I feel like there were aspects of movies that weren't even horror movies that I found scary um, like maybe even at, I don't know the Conan movies with like Arnold Schwarzenegger I seem to remember those okay on VHS when we got our first VCR. Uh, I do believe that my dad drove us all the way to American in Madison, you know, an hour away from Milwaukee to get a VCR. Huh. Cause that was like the only store that had them. So it was the eighties and we got a, our VCR. And I just remember like Conan the destroyer or something. It was like what we rented, but I remember aspects of films before, you know, even horror movies that were scary to me, but The figure that always stands out to me as being the first thing to scare me was Freddy Krueger.
0: Freddy Krueger. I think a lot of people have that one.
1: Yeah. Freddy scared the shit out of me as like, you know, a single digit kid. (laughs) Very scary. (laughs) Um, But I wasn't allowed to watch the movies. But you couldn't be alive in the 80s without Freddy Krueger somehow crossing um, your your path in some way. Like, it was just such a part of the popular culture at that time. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh, it was for me, too. Um, and I think that, um, I don't know if that was my first, but it was definitely very, very early on that uh, it scared the holy hell out of me. Um, <clears throat> so, fondest memories for you. Let's um, <clears throat> Let's talk about your most favorite memory of being scared watching a movie when you were a kid.
1: So, I'm thinking about... Kind of the way things worked at our house, which was that we weren't actually allowed to watch rated R movies, Um, but if it was on TV, clearly it had been edited for all of the problematic things, and we were allowed to watch that. So um, most of my first introductions to movies in general was stuff that we recorded off of TV, or that my parents recorded off of TV. Interesting. Um, And, you know, fast forward through the commercials and all that shit, like, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. so... I can remember, and probably the fondest memory I have have of being able to watch horror on TV was when my grandparents would babysit. Uh, My grandpa always got a kick out of scaring the shit out of his grandkids. (laughs) So, um, one, I don't know, there was Friday the 13th, the series was a show that was on at that time. It was like on Friday nights, and I'm sure that's when they were babysitting. And I remember my grandpa turning that on and scaring the shit out of me with that. I mean, just the intro to the show scared me at that point in my (laughs) youth. Absolutely. Um, But also, The Haunted Honeymoon, are you familiar with that movie? I don't think so. That's like a. Um, gene wilder movie and he turns into like the wolfman or something and i don't know he's like in a casket or something i honestly haven't seen it since i was a kid but wow. i remember my grandpa was watching that on tv and it scared the living shit out of me wow and it wasn't even i mean now it would not be scary at all but those were like i mean i was a sensitive kid you know like mm-hmm. no <laughs> I had, for sure i had nightmares once because i saw like a book cover of, it wasn't, and now my mom read um, Stephen King books. So, those used to kind of like creep me out a little bit. Yep, yep. Um, but I remember having nightmares from a, a cover of a book that my brother's friend brought over that was like scary looking. So, I was very sensitive, but I I slowly got introduced because my mom was into Stephen King and she, she actually was into some horror that she would, um, you know, watch the made for TV movies. Like it... Um, Uh, The Langoliers was one that I remember watching as a kid. The Stand, you know, stuff like that. She would get into that and it was like, that's what was on TV. We only had the one, you know, we were watching that or nothing. Um, so, I watched what my mom did. And my mom actually introduced me to Alfred Hitchcock and The Birds. She said that was her first horror experience was seeing The Birds. So, that she showed me that, at you know, as a teenager or something. Yeah. And I remember having, you know, that's a fond memory for me. Like, anytime I watch that movie now, I think of that. Um, But a fun little... Such a
0: great movie.
1: Yes. And a fun piece of trivia about my mom, it's like, she says she's not into horror, doesn't really like it, but um, loves Stephen King, which is horror all the way. Sure. And she, but there was two things that she did not, or three things rather, that she did not permit to have in our house. One was a Ouija board. Uh, the other two are copies of The Exorcist or The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Those movies scare the shit out of her so bad. Yeah. She was like, don't even bring them in my house. And there's a whole story. If we ever talk about The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'll tell the story about um, my mom seeing that movie and why it was banned from our home forevermore. But, mm. um, you know, that's that was my intro. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of made-for-TV Stephen King adaptations <laughs> and um you know, it and and horror TV still um, has a special place for me. You know, I've watched a lot of it so yeah. <laughs> uh, over the years. Tales so that's from the Crypt for me
0: was a mm-hmm. big growing oh,
1: up. Oh, yeah. totally. We were into that. Was that is the one that I remember finding myself. Yeah, And and I do remember even my mom was into it too and would let us, that's why we were allowed to watch it because it was on TV. Movies were a different story. She yeah. wasn't willing to, because movies scared the shit out of my mom. Yeah. And she wasn't willing to let her kids kind of go down that road and you know, all the things that kids shouldn't be seeing at too young of age, which we all get there. Yeah. And I got there via my mom's sister, my aunt, who is a lot more lax with her kids. And <laughs> So when she wasn't paying attention, and they had cable. So there was oh, a man. lot of, um, you know, HBO and whatever.
0: Whole new so, world when you get cable as a yep,
1: kid. And my older, I had an older cousin. I, I mean, I still have him. He's two years older than me. So he was like the big brother figure for me. And he was the one that introduced me to probably most of the shit I shouldn't have been doing. Yeah. And he liked the horror movies and... um There was quite a few movies that I saw bits and pieces of through my older cousin. So, yeah, it was the older I got, the more comfortable I got with things, you know, so it just kind of was a slow progression. Mm -hmm. So what about you? Like, what's your origin story on horror? Come
0: on. So I I talked about it in a different episode, I believe, but um, I do have I do have a. uh, a love for gremlins as a as a kid that was a movie that i was allowed to watch because it was Cute, and, uh, yeah, us too. You know, yeah, fond
1: memories of that.
0: But you know, you're you're seeing these evil demons being grinded up in a blender, uh-huh. and it's okay because it's Christmas time, right? And so,
1: everybody's <laughs> having fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: so so there was nothing wrong with that. So right. little history about me. My my dad was a Baptist preacher, and he was a he was not he was not your typical stand at the pulpit and tell you you're going to hell if you don't give money to Jesus. You know that's not who Dad was. You know he listens to Led Zeppelin and, and enjoys a horror movie from time to time but we didn't have a lot of it in the house just because of what was appropriate for a house of a pastor right so when brand was a preacher's son so absolutely i was <laughs> and still am still am my dad's uh my dad is down in tennessee right now they live out in the on a beautiful um, backwoods lot in the middle of nowhere it's a definitely a great uh, location for a horror movie for sure
1: Ooh. well if we ever have to film one we know where <clears> to go
0: yeah, we'll know exactly where to go. Um, but uh, so, so my getting getting my hands on horror movies at a young age was uh, sometimes a challenge. I, I, bet. Uh, I had an opportunity uh, when I lived briefly. We, our family, when we moved from Colorado, we moved in with my grandparents in in Texas in a little town called Wataga, Texas. Um, it's outside of Fort Worth. Anyway, my uncle Billy was into tales from the crypt. And this, when we went there, that was the first place that I had ever been that had cable. Cause I'd never had cable mm. as a kid. So I got there and uncle Billy taught, showed me tales from the Crypt.
1: Good old uncle Billy. <clears throat> yeah. Uncle it.
0: Billy. If you're listening out there, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Thanks uncle Billy. You're the best. You sent me down an amazing path there. <laughs> but then from that point on, it was like, I just got to do whatever I could to get my hands on it. I tricked my big sister into renting Friday the 13th. One yes, time
1: we heard that story.
0: Yeah. So she, did that and uh i really wasn't supposed to be watching it but i did and it was pretty epic and then anytime i go to a friend's house i'd look for some freaky stuff and try to watch it even if his his parents were like yo don't watch those be like hey man we stay the night and (laughs) we pop it in you know just find any way to scare myself but um yeah the tv movies though the tv shows like you were talking about were important for me too um and i remember probably um Probably with, with Gremlins, Tales from the Crypt, um, and Friday the 13th was my three big ones that got me introduced into the genre.
1: Yeah, I feel like I kind of came in on this, a lot of the same stuff, you know, was what was permitted in the home for, you know, our age group or whatever. So, yeah, yeah I relate to that a lot. And I didn't get, you know, into more, I don't know, um, interesting horror movies and i in revisit a lot of this stuff until i was much much older yeah um but even as a teenager like scream was cool for me like i was into that so i went through a period where um i was in a relationship with someone who did not care for horror at all and just so it wasn't ever really prioritized other than like i think we watched true blood which again very horror still you know um but yeah, I went some years where I just I wasn't diving into it too deeply, um, so I've since gotten over that <laughs> and I've dive really deep. And I love to go backwards and see all the stuff I missed because I was a kid and it just wasn't
0: accessible to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, as a teenager, and my I, I got into the ikweedles. You know what that is? I don't ikweedles. No. I k w y d l s. I know what you did last summer. Remember that? Oh fuck!
1: Fuck those movies. We call, yeah. it, we
0: call it the Ickweedles. Oh my
1: god, that's why I don't know it because I don't care that much. No, not, I just those. I made
0: that acronym <laughs> up. I just decided to make that. Are up you
1: the now. president of the Ickweedles fan club or <laughs> Listen, what? Listen,
0: I am the Ickweedles <laughs> fan master. Let me tell you that right now. I do have a fanzine that I send uh, out. I print it out on my dot matrix printer every month, and I ship it out for a low gosh. low fee of twenty five. Your glasses
1: are sliding down, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 25, 25 cents a month, and you will get the fanzine for <laughs> Ickweedles. So,
1: okay, if I saw it in print, I would know what it was
0: but it's it's totally the like the way a, you said that totally like a punk fanzine Hang stop on. it oh let me show you here equittles I- yeah
1: i know it i know it when i see it in print <laughs> i understand it yeah I, I i'm in a couple horror groups people talk about things but you know i just those movies were always kind of throwaway movies to me yeah. but that's okay it's the 90s and as i've mentioned in previous episodes i sort of have a love-hate relationship with the 90s so
0: yep, for sure and then You know, I think if I had to think back, um, on what my favorite or most impactful moment as a kid watching horror, being scared, you know, the tube TV is a real, it it was a totally different business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The tube television is a very, very different animal from the flat screens people watch movies on today. And those who have, of those of us who were fortunate and blessed enough to have a relatively large, not one of the wall size ones, but one that's you know more than fifteen inches, you know, we had a, a nice size one that was in one of those wooden cabinets, um, tube TV. And when you sit in front of that thing at night, there is a there is a resonance. Did
1: you ever put your tongue on it on the screen?
0: I'm not going to answer that question because my, <laughs> one time my mom asked me, "Who's licking the television?" I'm tired of wiping it off, and I told her it wasn't me. So if I say if I, if I go back on that now, she's gonna know it was me. And that's, so I'm not. I'm not. Well, gonna
1: we don't have question. to talk about you doing it, but I was totally a TV liquor, <laughs> okay. and that is what Lacroix tastes like to me. Wow.
0: <laughs> This tastes like a tube TV. So <laughs> yep,
1: well the plain flavor anyway. So
0: what I loved at night was when, I, when my parents would be asleep and I would I would always be watching stuff late at night. You know, I'd just get up and that tube TV would be on. And it would be this this there's this this slight frequency that permeates the air that's audible. There's a hum to it and you can feel it. You know, and it's um anyway. What messed that whole thing up for me was watching Poltergeist as a kid. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. When I watched Poltergeist as a kid, that was the first time I remember dreading. After the movie went off, I didn't want to turn the TV back on or, you know, off. I just wanted to sit there. I was afraid what was going to happen. Oh, no. You know, like you end, when you end a movie, you watch it late at night by yourself in the dark. There's something about that that's different than if you watch a movie at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So... I that when that movie was over that night, I just sat there with the tube TV just and the the tape got to the end, oh boy, and it stopped. And then when the tape stopped, <clears throat> the TV went to that fuzzy screen.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, because that's what it does. Snow
1: Channel Three. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had that Channel Three snow going on, <laughs> and um, that's a great name for a punk band. Channel Three. snow.
1: Hell yeah, that's our punk band. T M T M channel we're, three we're call
0: channel three snow uh yeah girl let's write some punk songs uh, but anyway yeah poltergeist messed me up so from from being a kid you know that's those were the ones that really impacted me the one the early ones that i saw that made me interested in it and then the first movie that scared the crap out of me was poltergeist nice mm-hmm.
1: yeah I, that tracks for the time period absolutely absolutely well geez our intro to horror, similar.
0: Yeah, very similar. Two kids
1: on opposite sides of the country,
0: but... I was in Denver and Texas during that time, and you. I don't think you've left the four-square-block area of Milwaukee. It's
1: bigger than four-square-blocks, but <laughs> I have never lived anywhere else, no.
0: Milwaukee's a cool town. I love Wisconsin, though, even though the winters suck and they last nine they months. They do. They're horrible. I, I still like it here, because right now it's beautiful outside. It is. Where it's 90 degrees and with ticks and snakes and spiders down in Tennessee right now. It is 75 here and with blue skies, and the water looks beautiful today.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, whatever. Milwaukee's my home, and I I'm, I'm, haven't gone anywhere. I probably won't for quite a while. So yep. I just make the best of it over here, and it's not so bad.
0: And you know what? You can experience dope ass horror movies in Denver, Texas, or Milwaukee. That's right. And you just as long as it takes, it just takes a curious kid wanting to, wanting to scare themselves at night, right? That's right. All right. Well, uh, I am Owen Brand. I'm Katie Cadaver. This has been the VHS Vault podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We will see you next time. Bye. We've got wood and stakes for all the vampires. And you can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves. We've got it all down in the vault.